Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Sunrise on this beautiful Sunday morning. It's a little chilly outside, but it's going to be a good day. Um, welcome to our thankful service today where we celebrate our thankful value. Uh, we'll be talking about that a lot today. So we're just going to sing a lot. We're going to re- spend some time in reflection, spend some time hearing um, just testimony on how we're thankful and that we can celebrate that way today. Um, so that's awesome. I want to give a, a little update on the a couple of different things, the food distribution, as you see, as you came in this morning, you still saw still lots of potatoes out there and some bags over here on the side. We had a wonderful time Thursday night giving away lots of food to um, some people who need it for Thanksgiving. Uh, we had, I think, around 215 meals to distribute, and um, we went through a lot of them, but we have some still left over. We're connecting with, and we know that tomorrow and the next day we're going to be distributing some more of those to the people who couldn't show up Thursday night. But we do know that we will have some left over. So if you guys um, here in the service or online, if you know of anyone who could use uh, help with a Thanksgiving meal, um, please have them contact our office tomorrow, and we'll, we'll hook them up because we've got lots left over. Um, also, I want to let you guys know because we had you guys bring in groceries, bring in um, food over the past couple, well, month and a half, I think. And then last Sunday, we had a, a serving day where we went out and shopped for part of the service and brought lots of food back. So, so I just want to let you guys know, Sunrise, just us um, as a church, we brought in over 1,500 items for this food distribution. So um, it's just incredible the, the way that you guys um, stepped up and gave and um, were generous in that. So thank you guys for doing that as well. Update on Dan Fisher. I connected with Stephanie. Dan is still doing well, recovering well. He um, is right on track for where he is, where he should be. Actually, probably a little ahead of track because um, I was under the now, assumption that he was going to be in, like on his back on his bed like 24-7 all the time. But he actually is getting up and going on walks. So he's feeling great. The pain is gone in his legs, which is a huge plus because he couldn't even go on walks for a couple minutes and would be in pain pre-surgery. So now he's, he's doing great. It's just a little bit of pain from the surgery itself. So um, keep praying for him as he recovers. He'll um, covet those prayers, I'm sure. Now, um, call to worship. I want to uh, get things going today with the call to worship to get us all engaged in that. For those of you guys online and here in the service, um, we're going to do things a little bit differently. I haven't done one of these in a while, but we're going to do a call and response um, call to worship. So what we'll have is some, you, Greg, you can pull that right up on the screen. We're going to have um, a leader, which is me. I'll lead the first line, and you guys can respond with the second line. All of this is based out of um, the Psalms, Psalm 95. So um, as I read this, why don't we respond, and then we'll get through this, and then open up with worship and praise today. So let's, let's say this together. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving. And extol him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God. The great king above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth. And the mountains belong to him. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is good, and we are the people of his pasture, the flock 
under his care. Amen. Why don't you guys stand with us as we extol the Lord this morning with worship and with song. There is a sound I love to hear. It's the sound of the Savior's robe as he walks into the room where people pray, where we hear praises he
take a seat. Good morning. See, I think we're awake now. Um, my name is Carissa, and I just want to welcome everyone to Sunrise this morning. Wish you a happy almost Thanksgiving as we get to celebrate a few days early this morning. And if you are here in the service in person and you are visiting for the first time, we would love to connect with you in a couple of different ways. Um, one of the ways is on the chair in front of you or near you if you're at a table, there should be a QR code. So if you would just snap a picture of that um, with your phone, then there is a a form that will pop up that you can just fill out a little bit of information. We'd love to get connected with you and just say thanks for spending the morning with us. Also, you'll find all of the information and in the announcements that I'm going to share there as well. But also, after the service, if you would stop by the Connect table in the lobby, someone will be there to greet you and give you a gift. So stop and check that out if you're visiting for the first time or if you have any questions. Um, if you are visiting online for the first time or if you've just never done this before, then you should see a link pop up in the comments and you can just click on that link and you'll be able to get connected that way as well. Um, we do have a few announcements this morning, some exciting things coming up as we are officially now in the holiday season. Uh, first thing, if you are a family that signed up for one of the Advent bags, they are in the lobby, um, and those are they're marked with your name, so make sure you grab the one. It's got the right amount of things for however many kids you shared that you have. If you don't know what I'm talking about or you missed that deadline, then you can also get connected um, either with that comments uh, box that we talked about or just email Penny at Sunrise Men and she can get you connected. If you're watching online, then stop in this week during normal church hours or connect with somebody and you can get it that way. Um, also, in the lobby as well, there are these little calendars that give some information about events going on in this upcoming holiday season, so check that out. Bring one of those home. I know we've, we stick them to our refrigerator and all of that, and you can see what's coming up. 
Finally, now that Thanksgiving is just a few days away, we are also then entering our season of Advent, um, which starts already next Sunday. And we're really excited. We've got a series called Songs of Redemption, and we're going to have some just excellent um, guest preachers here throughout that season. So please come on out next Sunday or tune in online. Um, and there will be more information coming out through email and Facebook just to share a little bit more about the people that are going to be speaking to us over those weeks. And now we're going to do something that we haven't done in a while. We're going to actually have greeting time. <laughs> we kind of stopped that with COVID and we were all trying to stay away. Um, you don't have to shake hands if you don't want to, but we're going to take a couple of minutes and just talk to somebody near you or you've got two minutes. You can go clear across the room and say hello, grab coffee in the back, but also it is almost Thanksgiving. Share with somebody something you're thankful for or tell them what you are most excited to eat on Thursday. Go. If you could all return to your seats, we'll get started. Good morning, everyone. Um, if you haven't had the opportunity to meet me, my name is Noah. Um, my wife and daughter and I started attending here a year and a bit ago, uh, when she started working as our ministry assistant over in the office. Um, we've been loving it ever since. Um, I'm not on staff, I just like to talk. So I'm up front this morning with the privilege of giving you a brief message. Um, just wanted to say, if you're joining us for the first time uh, today, either here or online, or last week as well, um, these weeks haven't been normal. <laughs> this isn't what we usually do. Last week, of course, Dan mentioned we had our shopping day for the food drive. And this week is Thanksgiving, kind of. Um, we're celebrating Thanksgiving this Sunday. Um, but what's interesting is that Thanksgiving isn't like a biblical holiday. There's nothing in Scripture that says that if you're a follower of Jesus, you need to set aside the whatever Thursday of every uh, November to gather with family and eat turkey and watch football and fight about politics. That's not in Scripture anywhere. Um, and yet, we've set aside this morning to be thankful. And I'm hoping with this short message that I can explain a little bit why we're doing this. In Matthew chapter 26, Jesus gathers with his disciples. And they get together as they had every year of their entire lives to celebrate Passover. Passover was and is to this day a Jewish holiday uh, where they gather and remember the events that we find in the book of Exodus uh, all the way back in the Old Testament, if you see on our, our character timeline here, with Moses. Uh, the, the people of Israel, the Hebrews, had been enslaved in Egypt for 400 years, and they cried out to God, God, please set us free, and God heard their cries, and so he sent Moses uh, as a person to lead them out of slavery. And Moses and Pharaoh have this sort of dialogue back and forth, and Pharaoh's heart becomes hardened. He becomes stubborn and obstinate, and he says, I'm not going to let the people go. And as a result, God begins to send these plagues upon Egypt. 
Each plague is worse than the last. They increase in severity, and each plague demonstrates God's power over Pharaoh and over uh, specific Egyptian gods, right? So the first one, he turns the Nile River into blood. So God is more powerful than the God of the Nile. Um, one of them, God stops the day-night cycle. It's night for three days in Egypt. God is more powerful than the sun god, right? Um, this goes on and on and on, and Pharaoh's heart gets harder and harder and harder, and eventually God sends the final plague where the angel of death would sweep through Egypt and kill every firstborn residing there. And you'll notice I didn't say he'll kill every firstborn Egyptian. I said every firstborn residing there. Because the severity of these plagues had increased so much that they were going to begin affecting even the people of Israel. This is a good reminder for us that the hardness of our own hearts produces consequences beyond ourselves and can actually begin to affect other people. But don't worry, God wasn't going to leave uh, the Hebrews without help. And he told them that if they would kill a lamb, a baby sheep, right, an innocent bystander, and they would smear its blood on their door frames, then when the angel of death swept through Egypt and came to a household and saw the blood on the door frame, that God himself would pass over that household and protect them. And in English, Passover sounds uh, a lot like jumping over or skipping over. But actually, in the Hebrew, uh, it's much closer to a, a covering over, that God would pass over this household and actually protect them. So God literally puts himself between his followers and death itself in order to protect them, taking on the death that's coming for them as uh, symbolized by this lamb that had been slain. And every year after these events, the people of Israel would celebrate Passover in order to remember those events, in order to remember that they were defined by, as a people, a God who was more powerful than Pharaoh and more powerful than the Egyptian gods, and, and so powerful, in fact, that he would stand between them and death, and then he loved them so much that he would take on the death which they deserved. So now the disciples, all the way on this side of the timeline gather with Jesus. Again, as they had every year of their entire lives and as they had with Jesus for the past three years as they did ministry with him. And they would have expected certain things. Just like we have holiday traditions, they had holiday traditions. So uh, for Thanksgiving, maybe we go around the table and say something we're thankful for. Or uh, in my family, we always have a Thanksgiving meal at noon and then for supper, we take all the leftover turkey and we mix it with some crema chicken soup, right? And then we, uh, we mix it together, heat it up, and we call it turkey glop because um, it's kind of gloopy. Uh, we put that on buns and we eat it. We love it. It's great. Um, anyway, the point is we have traditions. We have things that we expect on certain holidays. Um, and these disciples would have been expecting certain things from Jesus. They would have expected him to read certain passages from Exodus, they would have expected him to tell certain stories about God and Israel. Maybe they would have even expected him to do certain liturgical actions. You know, we carve a turkey on Thanksgiving. Maybe they wanted him to do something with the lamb. I don't know. But they expected something of Jesus. But this year, Jesus did something unexpected. 
Maybe it was after all of those other traditions. Maybe it was in place of them. I'm not sure. But Jesus took the bread, which they were going to eat, and giving thanks, going to come back to that in a minute, giving thanks, he broke that bread. And he gave it to his disciples, and he said, this is my body for you. And in the same way, giving thanks, he took the wine, and he poured it into a cup, and he said, this wine is my blood poured out for you, the blood of my covenant. And although that's a little bit unexpected for the disciples, I think that the imagery is clear. I think that having celebrated Passover every year and celebrating it again this year, they would have understood what Jesus was trying to say. They've gathered to remember that God himself put himself between his people and death, and that was symbolized through the death of this lamb. And now Jesus gathers with his disciples these stories fresh in their minds, and he says, this is my body, and this is my blood. I am going to put myself between you and death, just as the lamb did. You see, Jesus was human, but he was also God, and so he knew what was coming. He knew that in only a few short hours, he would be betrayed by one of his closest friends, and he would be arrested, he would be beaten and flogged and crucified, and he would die a very painful death, just as the sacrificial lamb. Jesus knew that this was coming. Why am I telling all of these Passover stories and the Last Supper? It's because of that word I mentioned earlier, giving thanks. Now, of course, many of you, if you grew up in the church, you'll recognize this story as being the story of the Lord's Supper, the Last Supper. Um, And when we take communion, this is the story which we remember. But there are other traditions. Um, uh, Our Catholic brothers and sisters refer to communion as the Eucharist. Eucharist is a Latin word derived from the Greek eucharisto, and in this passage, Matthew 26, eucharistumen, which means giving thanks. And in my tradition, the Reformed tradition, we believe that the true church, the true followers of Jesus, are defined by two things. Church discipline, which is a fancy way to say that we hold each other accountable, and the proper administration of the sacraments, which is baptism and the Lord's Supper, the Eucharist. So we believe that we are a people defined by this meal, defined by thanksgiving, a spirit of thankfulness. And a spirit of thankfulness not only when things are good, but a spirit of thankfulness that comes even when things are hard, even in the face of 400 years of slavery, even in the face of impending pain and death. We can be a thankful people, and Jesus could give thanks because we worship a God who is more powerful than pain. He's more powerful than illness or sickness. He's more powerful than a global pandemic. He's more powerful than family divisions and politics, and he's more powerful than racial injustice and vigilantism, and he's more powerful uh, than pain, and he's more powerful even than death. So much so, and he loved us so much that he would send his son Jesus 
to be a propitiation for our sins so that whoever believes in him would not perish but would have abundant life here and forever. So this morning, even though Thanksgiving is a secular holiday, we, as God's people, still get to celebrate and be thankful, not because life is easy or painless, but because we worship a God who loves us and who will carry us through. This morning, we're going to have a few opportunities to respond in gratitude. One of those we offer every week uh, is financially, to give of our tithes and offerings. There's going to be a, a barcode on the back of your seats or up front, and there's a bucket in the back. And we want to remind you that nobody's counting this, nobody's watching you. God isn't going to love you more if you put money in the bucket, or less if you don't. It's just an opportunity to um, respond and to participate in gratitude with the kingdom work that happens here. We're also going to have a couple of other opportunities, which Dan will explain in a bit. But before we do any of that, will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for the breath in our lungs. Thank you for the life you've given us this morning. Thank you for safe travels here or internet if we're at home. God, thank you for chairs to sit in and coffee to drink. Thank you for hands to hold, for friends to hug and say, hey, I miss you. Thank you for music through which we can praise you. God, thank you for so many things. The list goes on and on and on. But help us be thankful. As we continue this service, help us be thankful. Help us be reminded of the things in our life which you've given us, not only those material things, but also the spiritual reality that you love us. And God, we love you. And we pray all these things in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We're going to continue living out our thankful pillar, thankful value by praising and singing. So why don't you guys go ahead and stand with us as we sing together.
never gonna let me down You're never gonna let You're never gonna let me down You're never gonna let You're never gonna let me down Oh, you're never gonna let You're never gonna let me down You're never gonna let You're never gonna let me darkness now has ended in the kingdom of light in the kingdom of light forever under your dominion you're the king of my life you're the king of my life you reign above it all you reign above it all over the universe and over every heart there is no higher name jesus you reign above it all Above it all, let all of heaven and the 
sovereign in our lives. You have all the authority. God, we respond in song. We respond in praise today to you. Our hearts are full today, Jesus. We're thankful. 
as we think on all the things that you have blessed us with, we respond and, and praise Jesus. You are worthy, God. Amen. You guys can take a seat. So we're going to um, continue on doing things that may be a little bit different again, but um, uh, you saw, you guys have seen um, all the little leaves on your chairs, so we want to spend some time just in reflection and in prayer, just thinking um, on the past year, all the ways God may have blessed us. So just a time to think of what are the things that we're thankful for today. So um, all throughout scripture, we hear about people giving thanks, so I was I was searching through, and I came up with a couple verses. Actually, David is thankful all over the Psalms. So I thought I'd read a couple of these um, verses. From Psalm 9, he says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell all of your wonderful deeds. And in Psalm 35, he says, I will give you thanks in the great assembly. Among the throngs, I will praise you. So we're going to take a couple minutes to just pause and reflect and Think of all the ways that we are thankful and how God has blessed us this year. So yeah, we're going to take these leaves. There's some pens scattered around too. Um, so there's not a lot of space on there. Little, there's kind of skinny oak kind of-ish leaves. Um, but you can take some time to think of a word or words, or maybe even if you can fit a sentence on there, of just ways God has blessed you this year. Um, then after you're done, you can take that leaf and bring it to the back. We have kind of a scraggly, bare, sad tree right now that lost all of its leaves. So we're going to help it out by bringing and putting some leaves back on it. Back at that table um, that uh, I think Mike Dorn is at right now, there is some sticky little balls of sticky tack. You can stick it on your um, leaf and add it to that tree right there. So uh, you can do that anytime during this reflection time. Then after maybe about five minutes, we'll move into something else. So uh, Oh, also, for you guys online, obviously you can't write on leaves and stick it to our tree right now. Uh, what you can do is you guys can comment in the comment section just what you're thankful for, what you, um, what, how God has blessed you today, and then um, our online host will write that on a leaf and stick it on the tree for you. So you guys can be engaged and involved in that as well. Um, so let's just, yeah, let's just take some time. We're going to put on some music. Uh, we're going to be quiet. If you guys end a little bit early and you have your you're stuck your leaf on the tree and you're good to go, then just spend some time in prayer and, and reflection and um, thanking God of all the ways he's blessed you today. So let's spend some time doing that. Well, um, now that we've had some time to reflect and to consider all the things that we were thankful, we are thankful for and that we've been blessed with over the past year, I'd like to just give us an opportunity to share some of those things. We um, have a little bit of open mic time up here. So uh, just as I said earlier, there's so many spots in Scripture that we read about that of uh, people giving thanks. Um, scripture also tells us that it's so important to um, to give our testimony and share our testimony. It not only helps others draw close to God hearing our testimonies, but it helps deepen our faith as we give God the honor and glory for those things. Um, so I have an extra mic up here. Uh, just, yeah, I want to give you guys an opportunity to share that. You can share just the one basic word 
and that call it good and then head back to your seat or you can share maybe a couple thoughts about that word or um, if you're super brave, you can give a couple sentences of why you're thankful this year. So, um, so yeah, I just thought I'd open, this, open the floor. I have this extra mic. So if anyone is so brave to start us off, get us rolling and um, yeah, let's just express our thankfulness to God right now. So thanks, Mike. All right. Well, I'm thankful for several things, I guess. Just to be healthy, you know, I appreciate that. My body works, so that's good. And, uh, you know, just no matter what I'm going through, no matter what we're all going through, that God's always with us. So I'm thankful for that, that we're never alone. Even when we feel disconnected, God's always with us, and we always have his presence. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful I have friends and family that love me, that, you know, care about me. My daughter, Lillian. I'm thankful for all the opportunities I've had this year and all the wonderful people I've met and just make this year so great. Mackenzie. Um, I'm thankful for friends. That's awesome. Thank you, Mackenzie. I'm too old to walk away up there, but <laughs> I'm thankful for my family and this family. God has blessed us with truth and opportunity. And look at the, the food over the last year and a half. People have come here and been blessed. And, and God is so good that uh, if we keep lifting him up, we draw other people to our family. And eventually, 100 years from now, the reunion in heaven will be wonderful. Praise God. Praise God. Hey, buddy, you want to say something? Here you go. I'm thankful for ham. Ham? Okay. Not a turkey fan. <laughs> Here you go, Gary. I can't follow that. <laughs> and for you, Mike, yeah, you can walk up here. Come on, man. Uh, uh, I'm just grateful for God's salvation. Um, last couple of weeks... Uh, my brother passed away, and then a good friend of mine passed away. Both solid Christians, but that just shows the, the value. I mean, as a Christian, you look at life and death so differently than others. And you can actually, you know, rejoice in, in that fact. So just think, you know, thankful for his salvation to all of us. Don't want to give awkward silence, but I just want to make sure if anyone else wants to come up. Uh, I'm extremely thankful for my beautiful wife, Kylie, and our amazing baby boy, Henry, who is here for the first time today. Um, <laughs> and we are extremely thankful for all of you. Um, at the beginning of his life, he was in the NICU for two and a half weeks, which was extremely difficult for us as his parents. And um, all of you uh, came around us with nothing but love and encouragement and prayer and even pro provided meals for us. And... Um, just thank you for everything you are doing. And uh, Noah and Julie, thank you for um, being amazing servants in our youth group and taking care of that while I was gone. And to all the students, thank you for the wonderful videos that you sent me, uh, wishing me happy birthday while I was gone, and um, being encouraging during that time as well. So thank you. Um, so firstly, I'm going to thank God for emotions because I struggle with them. And so I'm going to thank him that I can cry and be open and honest with my church family. Um, but mostly, I thank God for wisdom and the people that he places 
in your life at the right time if you're open to hear them. Um, and particularly, like, in the healthcare industry at the moment with grief and death and, like, coming into the season of winter where there's loss for everybody. Um, my husband, we went to a marriage retreat, like, a few years ago and the counsellor there said that grief is actually an expression of God's love. So I'm thankful that in our minds we can learn to reframe things and we can see grief and understand and be present just as God is present with us, that he commissions us to do that for others. So I guess I just want to encourage everybody, be encouraged myself, that God is good and that even in the depths of pain and suffering, which I know a lot of people are going through, that we can feel God's presence and we can be the light to other people because he places those amazing people in our lives. So, Okay. I'm going to invite the worship team to come back up as we prepare to sing our closing song together. Um, but as they come up, I'll share one as well. Um, don't mean to be cheesy, but I just, um, just kind of like Tanner said too, I, I'm very thankful for Sunrise. I'm thankful for this church. Um, just over the past year and a half during the pandemic, the ups and downs and craziness of it all, it's been difficult, you know. Everyone, for everyone, it's been super difficult. But I think for those of us on staff, it's been just a unique kind of difficult um, to see it all. Um, but I'm thankful for Sunrise, for all of you guys um, sharing your words of encouragement with us, loving on us when lows hit pretty low and um and just filling in like as obviously attendance is down quite a bit from covid um you guys stepping up to fill in those volunteer roles when there's three weeks in a row with no one doing coffee so thank you guys for stepping up for that um and just showing your love and for me as a worship leader um showing up here and singing with me and worshiping with me so i'm blessed by you guys i'm blessed by sunrise so Thankful, thank you, all of you. I'm thankful, and um, thank you for guys expressing your thankfulness as well. So, why don't you guys stand with us as we sing our closing song together? Light of the world by darkness slain. 
Sunrise, thank you for being here. Um, as we go out into this Thanksgiving week, I pray that we would always know the grace of Jesus Christ and the love of God our Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Go in peace. <laughs>